Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Barley Cast. I am Marcus, and wow, what a big, big shocker right now. I'm pre-recording an episode finally. Like, finally, we'll get an episode out at, like, in the morning time. I'll get to wake up in the morning, get ready to go to work, or get ready to do whatever you're doing, work out, whatever. Watch you, watch the kids, whatever, and I'll finally get to listen to the Barley Cast on an actual Tuesday. So, yes, so this is uh, getting pre-recorded because I uh, kind of want to just uh, tackle this one head-on instead of just kind of trying to procrastinate and just kind of like holding off on it. So I figured what better time than the present to just start um, knocking out episode 28, getting it done, and then, yeah. I know I said that Chris would be on the podcast, but he came over and uh, we were just talking about everything right now what's going on in his life and stuff. So just kind of was talking to him about everything. So he will eventually be on it. I know he's going to come back. So I'll just, we'll just keep that, keep that in mind. He will be back. Um, today went and looked at another house, but anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is all everything going on in AEW. And my goodness, there is a shit ton. I have I've made a list of everything going on AEW wise, and it's a full on podcast. Like I can do a full podcast of what's going on, like no two parters, nothing. Like this would this is gonna be a little bit of a long one. Anyway, before we start, we always do the comic book of the Tuesday, and this comic book of the Tuesday is Hellboy. Because my friend Chris, uh, his new favorite movie is the uh, new Hellboy movie. So if he's listening to this, he'll uh, he'll love that. So yes, um, yes. So anyway, sorry, I was trying to go through my notes here and make sure I had the uh, link to the uh, Hellboy for the Hellboy, um, the uh, history of Hellboy. All right. The creature which would become known as Hellboy first appeared in the night of December 23. Jesus, I think I just read that wrong. The creature which would become known as Hellboy first appeared the night of December 23, 1944. Wow. When the evil, mysteric, Georgia, I don't know. Rasputin summoned Hellboy to Earth with the help of the Third Rich. Reach? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Baby Hellboy appeared miles away in church in a church in a churchyard. Sorry, I just got back from the gym, so if I'm just like, blech, I mean, let me just take a little drink here. Everybody's favorite. And okay. I can get through this, trust me, I can, I really can, I'm trying to, I sound ridiculous, but I am really trying to get through this one, the comic book of the Tuesdays are my favorite part, so, but I always get too excited, so, anyway, let's get through this, Baby Hellboy appeared miles away, miles away in a churchyard in East Broomwich, England, where, oh, if I'm butchering that name, I'm sorry, where he met a crack, a crack team of American soldiers led by first, by first sergeant George Whiteman, sent to investigate the mysterious Nazi ritual. 
anyway, yes, that is that is the little preview of Hellboy. Um, I never really want to give away too much. I just kind of want to give a little brief of the origins. Um, I've never personally. I always say like I've read certain issues, but this one I haven't really read. I've just mainly watched the movies and stuff of Hellboy. Um, after this podcast, um, I'm going to go watch the Hellboy animated series, so kind of get into that a little bit more. But uh, that, and I've also, me and Chris have also drank uh, Hellboy Hellwater whiskey, which uh, just tastes like, kind of like peppermint candy, so it's really good. So it kind of tastes like, a, it has like a cinnamon taste to it, so I mean, I don't know why I'm talking about alcohol, but like that's the only, like, those are the only kind of ties I have with it. But my plan is to find more about comic books, read more into Hellboy, and give you guys more, more um, stuff about that instead of just me trying to do this. But all the other ones I've kind of read more on, or I've read an issue, or I've at least watched a series of the show, or something like of that nature, or seen the movie. But with this one, I've seen the movie. It's a great movie. I'm still one of those fans who's like who thinks it's bullshit that they didn't have a a third because Ron Perlman is still in a good enough prime to do Hellboy 3 and he still wants to do Hellboy 3 I mean it's not like you guys are it's like you could do an old man Hellboy so it's like oh that'd be fucking cool and you could do like a Logan type of thing where it's like we're going to send him out and it's like awesome so Yes, this week's comic book of the Tuesday is Hellboy. Anyway, getting out of the comic book of the Tuesday and getting into all this AEW news. Oh my gosh. There's so much AEW news. I already knew what I was going to name this podcast. And it's basically, the podcast is called All About AEW. I mean, my God, there's so much news after that pay-per-view. Starting and sticking with All Out, uh, apparently AEW stars involved in a backstage fight at All Out. Alright, let me read through this here. I always, I love, I bet that's everybody's favorite part of the podcast is when I pause to start reading it, trying to find the part to begin. Make that a new drinking game. Every time I pause, just <laughs> just take a sip. Uh, right now I'm I made a uh, mimosa, so I'm kind of like it's morning time, but at the same time I'm trying to shut I'm trying to shut everything down and trying to fall asleep. So we're we're off to a great start here. Well, ASMR there for you. According to the Square Circle Sirens, uh, Casey Michael, Bea Bresley, and Sadie Gibson had a fight on Saturday night after the pre-show Casino Battle Royal. Michael reported reported that Sadie even swung for Presley during the backstage altercation. That is crazy. Like, I couldn't believe, like... But, you know, like, I guess, like, they may have some stuff, like, unfinished. They might have, like beef or something I really don't know too much about it and I don't want to speculate anything like there could have been a fight with the women there so like you know it just could have been like you don't want to be like well Bia probably did this or Sadie did this so hopefully they solve it all um 
I'm excited to see these women come into AEW. I think the AEW women's roster is fucking looks amazing. I mean, it looks better than WWE's, where WWE literally basically distracted us, and now we literally are redoing. I just saw, I just realized it today. It's like, oh my god, we're literally reliving the four. We literally have to watch the four horsemen just wrestle each other again, but different people. Instead of um, Sasha versus Bailey, you're getting Charlotte versus Bailey, and instead of Charlotte versus Becky, you're getting Sasha versus Becky. So basically, WWE put a mirror up in front of us. And then we're like, whoa, look at all these other women. And then they're like, nope, and just put it down. And you're like, why are we back to these four again? So that's why I think the AEW women's roster is a tad bit more awesome. That's just me. And I'm a lot more excited about AEW's um, TNT and AEW coming to a a weekly show more than any of WWE's shows that they've ever put out. I mean, I was a, I'm was a fan of NXT, but I'm not going to... There's no picking side. I'm AEW all the way because I love the Young Bucks. I love Cody Rhodes, and I love Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Chris Jericho. These are the people who inspire me now to continue like my dream career of pro wrestling. So, yeah, there's no, there's no like comparison. It's going to be AEW all the way. But, yes, that is one of the things that happened... Uh, we can cross that out now. And other news, keeping on the women's division, an AEW star asked for their release. And it was Kylie Ray was granted her release. Um, let's see here. There you go. There's a drink up. Uh, Khan was asked after the AEW's pay-per-view all out. Uh, it, on the regard of Kylie Ray, what is her status? And Tony Khan had to say, she is no longer with us, Khan said during the post-show media scrum after Saturday night's all-out event. She asked for her release, and we granted it. She called me and asked if she would be, if she could be released from her contract. It was pretty simple. I said, yeah. And asked if everything was okay she said yeah and i didn't want to be with the company anymore so from what i other things i'm hearing is that she is kind of depressed and stuff so it's just probably best for her now to go and deal with that instead of trying to focus on a company a build helping build a company so i don't blame her um there's other news that she's reportedly um, retiring from wrestling, which I hope not because she's a really good wrestler, and I would love to see her eventually come back to AEW and be the AEW Women's Champion because I like I like her attitude. I like the atmosphere. I love that the fact like she's I think she's from Chicago. I really don't know, but like I follow her on Instagram, but that's a big thing with her. She loves going to Chicago and wrestling. So, and I love Chicago more than like. A, like, I love Chicago. Like, Chicago is my favorite place to visit. But Gatlinburg's like, a close second. So, yes. So, hopefully, everything goes good with her. Hopefully, she kind of gets, you know, her confidence boosts back up and, like, comes back to wrestling. Because I would love to see Kyrie. 
Kylie Ray come back to AEW because she was so good in the double the uh, double or nothing event. So it'd be nice to see her come back. So until then, um, uh, the Barley Cast wishes her luck and whatever she does. Um, and yeah, just hopefully you get hopefully you start. You know, I don't really know how to describe it, like depression and stuff. If she has it, like hopefully you you know you get the confidence you 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 need, and the you find what you're looking for, and hopefully, you know, you come back in some part role in AEW because everybody would love to see Kylie Ray back. Anyway, after that, um, this is kind of my own side note. How long for... This is a question for all of you. How long can Cody Rhodes keep his streak alive in these AEW things? He's the only one who's undefeated, if you really think about it. Kenny Omega is 2-2. Two and two. The Bucks are, like, what? What, three and two? Three and one now? So it's like, and Cody's the only one who, like, he won at double or nothing. Well, no, that's a lie. He's not uh, undefeated. He lost against the Bucks. So I guess he has one loss, but it doesn't really, like, but that's tag team. So, but at the same time, in singles competition, he's undefeated. And it's like, and I like Cody Rhodes, but at the same time, that's ridiculous <laughs> that he's built himself a single man streak. And it's supposed to be like this honor and privilege to other wrestlers that have to wrestle him like he's the Undertaker. Where it's like, you know, Pac was in AEW, was in WWE, Chris Jericho was in WWE. Like, why is it like when we have to wrestle you, it's like, oh my god, it's the biggest deal in the world. So... Like I said, no, nothing bad to say about him, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? Hold on here, fucking piece of shit phone. But yeah, it was, it was one of those things where it was like, wow, that's, that's ridiculous that he has his own streak kind of building uh do you think here's another question do you guys think like they'll for sure they're gonna go they're gonna do another kind of all-out pay-per-view but the question is do you think he'll have his own streak at a pay-per-view and they'll try to rip off the undertaker but with cody uh sticking on the um, pay-per-view thing here's a little side note the next pay-per-view for all elite wrestling is full gear which I think that one of the matches will be um, the name for Full Gear came from Pac showing up at the AEW press conference to to basically wearing his full entire gear. So he is going to be, um, I think the next match is Pac versus Hangman Page at Full Gear. And keeping on the full gear and the whole pack and hangman situation is pack back reports are saying that he is back and that like they have he has more um well let's find the this news is brought to you by ringside news so i don't know how you want to how you feel about that the issue was with dragon gate pro wrestling be, because pack was their 
open dream gate champion therefore he wasn't allowed to lose outside of the company pack was actually supposed to defeat hangman page at double or nothing but it would have set up a match against kenny omega that he would have lost according to dave Meltzer. therefore this was the issue as long as pack was still open gate champion then he couldn't lose which makes it really hard to book him he appeared in other places as champion but he didn't lose this couldn't fly in aw because they didn't want to be held to the idea they either had to figure out a non-finish for pack or just let him win and i'm pretty sure he ended up losing the the open um the open dragon gate championship so from what tony khan said in the one of the interviews was he's gonna be a full player for AEW. so i'm happy to say that i'm happy to see that he's back um hopefully he has a good long run with AEW, and hopefully he eventually gets put in the title shot with uh, chris jericho because you know there's beef there because pack uh, broke one broke his ankle whenever he faced him in WWE, so they could do a storyline there. Um, but yeah, um, from what it's all from what's everything's going on, that Pack is for sure back with AEW because he no longer has the championship with um, Dragon Gate. So, and he did win at All Out, so this could you know set him up to be, you know, I'm mainstay in all of the wrestling. So, yeah. Anyway, getting out of that, the big news. Bigger than PAX, for sure, being with AEW. The big, big news right now with AEW. Chris Jericho loses the AEW title. And no, not in, like, a match or a storyline. He literally lost the belt. Like, they couldn't find it. From the news report here, it says a, a a championship title belt being stolen is always good <laughs> is a good photo for pro wrestling storyline. Unfortunately, for newly crowned AEW World Champion Chris Jericho, though his <laughs> experience the classic angle in real life with PW Insider has confirmed reports with police that. Jericho recently reported the All Elite Wrestling title belt missing as he was dining in Longhorn Steakhouse in Tallahassee, Florida. The police report reads as following. The victim reported theft of his championship wrestling belt while he was eating inside Longhorn Steakhouse. The report says the victim stated he arrived at the the Millionaire Club Airport Terminal and placed the belt inside his rented limousine. The limo driver shuttled the victim... What the fuck? Shuttled the victim to Longhorn for dinner. The victim remained at Longhorn while the limo driver returned to the airport. The victim had taken the wrong luggage from the airport and the driver took it back to the terminal when the driver picked up the victim f- 
from the the restaurant the the belt was missing reporting responding officers searched the limo and airport for the belt without success on calls CID was consider- considered <laughs> oh wow so yeah he lost the world title my god how do you lose a championship belt and you've been in the business for 20 plus years i mean everybody makes mistakes but at the same time you should have just took your luggage inside i mean i'm guessing they're probably going to sue the limo 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 driver for sure um limo driver will eventually lose his job which will suck but it's like dude you should have just stayed where you're at and not went anywhere and not mess with anybody's luggage or it could have been Chris's fault and been like, you know, Chris should have said, told him his name, been like, here's my luggage, this is my name, you know, keep this here. So, yeah, that's the big news, that Chris Jericho lost the AEW World title after he just won it. Um, Honestly, I don't really know what to think. I was, like, dumbfounded because I literally thought it was a storyline because I saw... um. He made a video on Instagram, so I thought it was just kind of like something they were setting up for a storyline or something. But no, he literally lost the world title, and it was like, what the fuck? So, I mean, I guess they could make another one, but at the same time, it's like they're probably just going to try to find it. Or someone will be noble enough to bring it back, but they'll probably ask for like a million dollars. And Tony Khan will probably just be like, yeah, sure, here. So... Hopefully they find it because that belt looks amazing and it sucks that Chris had it for a day and then lost it. So, yeah, hopefully they get that all figured out. Um but yeah, everybody, this was the this was the podcast. I mean, this was a long podcast to talk about AEW all of AEW's news. So, yeah, getting through this list here that I always try to get through before ending the podcast. If you would like to go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BarleyCast, and you can go like me on Facebook at the the BarleyCast. So until next time, this has been another edition of the BarleyCast. See ya.